Hey guys, what's up? Today, my guest is John Baker. He is a water diviner and archaeological dowser based in the southeast of England. He discovered his ability to douse back in 1993, and now he's contracted professionally to find things under the ground by oil companies, water utilities, agricultural companies, and the likes of the National Trust, amongst many others. Farmers. For people out there who don't know what dowsing is, it's basically finding water under the ground using a stick and this skill of dowsing, this, this mental ability, which no one can really explain. He's got this skill, this innate talent, and um, a lot of people are obviously skeptical on it, and with good reason, as it's hard to find many solid empirical studies which prove or disprove it. But we have to give it some credence, if only because there are a lot of professional bodies who are employing dowsers daily to this day, water utility companies. There was an FT article you can look up back in 20, November 2017. I'll put a link to the article on the website where an evolutionary evolutionary biologist at Oxford spoke to many water utility companies in the UK and almost all of them are still using water diviners regularly to find pipes to to make jobs easier and, and quicker and bizarre as that may sound they are using and paying for the, the these water diviners there are also some interesting stories that uh, John will go into on the podcast about the British military in the past using diviners to detect landmines back in the 60s when they're when their um, landmine tool machine was not working. It's a really interesting one anyway. Believe it, don't believe it. John Baker is very good at making the case for water divining, and I think it's a really fascinating one. Big ups to John Baker, guys. Enjoy. Morning, John. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Great, great. Thanks. Thank Thanks for doing the podcast today. I really appreciate it. That's all right. Um, talk about dowsing. My my late father-in-law was a dairy farmer in Wiltshire, um, and he was a, a, a clever, clever man, canny businessman. He didn't suffer fools by any means, um, and I never knew him to have any sort of airy-fairy notions about anything. But one thing he absolutely swore by was divining and dowsing. Yeah. And you can probably tell me if those divining and dowsing are different things. Um, he even, I think he suggested at one point that he had even tried it himself and had some success with it. Um, and I know that Einstein, as I saw on your website, was a believer in, in dowsing. Um, oh, yes. So can you tell us what is what actually is dowsing? That's a very difficult question <laughs> because um, it's a, it's to do with the mind uh, and it's to do with uh, with you accepting the fact that uh, there is information out there that uh, that we can pick up mentally uh, if we're open to to pick up the information um, and it's all there. So I I quote um, the man who. Uh, came up with the World Wide Web. Um, Tim, can't think. Berners Lee, uh, Lee, isn't it? That's right, Tim Berners Lee. Um, now he came up with the World Wide Web, and 
that was probably, you could argue that that was the first time that humanity had actually come up with something that nature hadn't come up with first. Um, but in actual fact, um, nature has been uh, using a world wide web ever since the start of time almost, because um, we're all connected up by an information highway, or we have access to an information highway. And that, once you're on that highway, once you know how to get onto it, then um, the world literally opens up for you. Um, and it's a very powerful tool. Um, I'm, su I'm surprised more people are not aware of the, the amazing ability and things you can do with dowsing because um, you can go on in leaps and bounds once you know how to, how to use it, but you have to use it properly and mm. you have to use it with respect um, because if you don't, um, there, are, there are sort of protocols in dowsing like everything else. And if you don't obey the rules, um, you sort of get chopped out and you lose the ability. So you, uh, you use it properly and you use it more or less based on a need to know. Uh, and the one thing you don't do is you don't play games with it. So, so that's, that's the bones of it. Right. So it's, it's, it's a very focused thing, it seems. It's almost like you're focusing your, whether it's your subconscious or this power somehow to specific uh, points yeah it's questions really your unconscious. Yeah. you're actually uh, i used to say subconscious but i've taught myself now to go into the fact that really it's our unconscious mm. because it's our unconscious that controls what we do anyway whether we like it or not or even realize it or not but our unconscious controls us every day of the, every day of our lives sure um, so it's just a question of opening yourself up to your unconscious instead of trying to think things through trying to be logical mm -hmm. just open things up say right what's going to happen now yeah and and leave it you okay. so you're then tuning in a bit like a radio if you want to listen to a particular broadcast on a radio you tune in on the dial or the button or whatever to that particular uh, mm -hmm. frequency mm -hmm. so in a way i do exactly the same because i started off um, learning to douse by working with archaeologists, um, which was brilliant for me because they would, I was saying there might be something there and they were going along and digging it up. So that was wonderful because I could prove or disprove um, my ability or lack of ability. Right. Um, so that, that's how I started. And then I found out that not only could I find uh, subsurface features, but I could tell you whether they were made of brick stone, uh, bottle and daub, or anything. Uh, I could take it on and on and on. And then I could give you a date for the building if it wasn't a building then. Now, how on earth do you do that? You see? Yeah. <laughs> because uh, you can't... In, yeah. in normal situations, uh, we put dates on things, or the human race puts dates on things, so we've got a definite way of working out the history of something going back in time. That's not that's not nature's that's not nature, that's mankind putting mm. that over the top of what nature offers us. Mm. So there's something else going on as well, because mm. I can give you the date of when a building was built, mm. and I can also tell you when it fell into disuse or disrepair or whatever. Yes, yeah. Well, that 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 is really amazing. I mean, f amazing if you can do that. I mean, 
the so just for the bare bones of it, for people who are who are listening and don't understand, have never even heard of it, um, the the sort of quintessential dowsing, I suppose, is um, someone walking with this with a forked stick and managing to detect a water source. Um, yeah. And this is something that's been going on for thousand. I'm guessing thousands of years, hundreds oh, of yes. years at least. Yeah. 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 Oh yes, we wouldn't be here now mm. if uh, some somebody in each tribe around the world didn't didn't have uh, um, an open access to finding water mm-hmm. because without fresh water you're dead in seven days. Yes. So to be able to find fresh water, not just running water or river water, because that's full of all sorts of rubbish, mm. to find fresh water uh, was critical. So that's why we're yeah. here today. Because well, of those yeah. Well, I think that that might. Being completely sort of a novice at this and not knowing really anything about it, except that it seems to be given a lot of credibility, this this practice. Uh, and it seems of all the sort of, quote unquote, paranormal um, abilities, this is the one that is being used professionally in a reasonably widespread basis. Yeah. Uh, and so even though people can't explain it, they seem to use it anyway because it's effective. And I think that's that speaks volumes about perhaps about... The, the fact that there perhaps is, you know, really something genuinely uh, there. And, and obviously you're, you're a testament to that. But going back to what you said about that's the reason why we're here. I was trying to think about this the last as, as, as it was approaching, you know, speaking to you about it. And I was thinking, you know, you've got these birds who can fly. They don't no one knows how or why they can do it, but they can find Australia from Iceland or um, they can fly from, uh, you know, south for the winter. And that's the way they've evolved over millennia, yeah. and and they've just who knows how they can do it, but they can do it. And and I think it's it's kind of salient what you said uh, a moment ago about we wouldn't be here if we couldn't do this. And perhaps to some extent, this is an evolutionary uh, process that's developed within humans, just like the skill of birds and, other, and many other animals. And uh, you know, it's it, it, it was a survival of the fittest. If you couldn't find the water using your natural instinct you yeah. would die so right. so it seems like perhaps there's an element of that with what you're doing whereby you're saying you're capturing that whether it's subconscious or unconscious as you said you have this unca- this uh, ability perhaps you have it stronger than anyone else and then when you ask those questions it's focusing your conscious mind to take the inf- the information perhaps, do you think there's that could be part some of the explanation to a how it happens? Uh, well, I, I, I found it very easy when, when mm. I first discovered dowsing. I, I found that I, I sort of fell into it. Um, so, but I mean, obviously I've worked at it for 25, 30 years now. Mm-hmm. And over that time, I've, I've obviously improved because my, my success rate has gradually improved over the years. Mm-hmm. That's not to say I don't get things wrong from time to time because I do. Uh, and anybody who says they don't is a liar because you, no, nobody can be 100% all the time. So um, there's always an element of risk. And I say to my clients, um, look, uh, I'll do what I can. Um, if I think I'm not going to be any good at all, then I won't charge you, full stop. But other than that, uh, it's going to cost you so much and it's your risk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we all know where we stand. Well, yeah, I think that, and as you said, as you said a moment ago, that's the same for any any profession, right? You're never always going to get get it perfect. So, how did you get? Could you explain how you initially discovered 
that you could do that you had this skill? Well, I had no interest in it at all uh, until um, we were staying with friends um, some years ago, and <clears throat> there was uh, the word dowsing came up, and I don't know why it did because I had no interest in in it at all. But somehow the word came up, <clears throat> and um, people we were staying with said, "Oh, we got a book upstairs." Um, um, about the ancient art of rhabdomancy, which is an old word for dowsing. Um, it's a very interesting little book, actually. Um, and uh, it was decided that after lunch we would go and play, and we would knock up some. We didn't use fork sticks. We had some uh, bits of L-shaped rod, which is what which I use that as well. So we had some L-shaped bits of rod, and for some reason, two of these L-shaped bits were stuck in my hands. Not anybody else's, just stuck in my hands. And I was just told to walk down uh, a driveway, uh, feeling rather silly, because you do. Um, but anyway, I sort of reluctantly walked down this driveway, just holding these two bits of metal, like a pair of six guns in front of me. And I hadn't gone more than about 10 feet, and then they just crossed. Hmm. And I thought, well, what on earth is that all about? And everybody around me had their mouths open, you know, because it was one of those moments. Um, so I had to sort of walk back again, and the chap who owned the house said, do it again. So I walked down again in exactly the same place. And he said, do you know what's under there? And I said, no, I haven't got a clue. He said, that's the water pipe to the greenhouse. So hmm. without knowing what it was, um, something had happened. Hmm. But then I then had to go down the drive a bit further um, with a little uh, group of people following behind me. Uh, and um, about another 10 feet further on, they opened out. And I thought, what on earth is going on? Hmm. And again, the same question from the owner of the house. Do you know what's under there? I said, I He said, that's the electricity pipe that goes down to, to light the lights further down the drive. Gosh, so, so you found the electricity as well? You yeah, well, I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. All I was getting was reactions. I didn't know what they were. But now the situation is... Uh, if you do get reactions, your next problem is how do you work out what it is? Hmm. See, because that's that's the trick. Uh, lots of people can walk around and get a reaction, but hmm. they don't know what it is. So you have to think it through. And and do you so, get a, a vision or something then? Not really. Um, I just use the words. Hmm. So if if I'm in a field and there could be there could be an old building underneath the field somewhere. Um, in actual fact, what I do. Uh, I use I use what I call radar. I stand in the corner of the field, mm -hmm. and I use the boundary of the field as my perimeter, my mental perimeter. Mm -hmm. And then I just swing round, just using one rod. I just swing round, and I'm looking for a man-made structure. That's my overall word. Okay, uh, so I'm looking for a man-made structure. Um, so, so you start I, with a you start with a focus like that. You ask yourself, this time I'm looking for a man-made structure, not water. It. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because that's an all-encompassing word, mm -hmm. okay? So I'm looking for a man-made structure. So I start off near one hedge, and I gradually swing round, just pointing it like a radar beacon. Mm -hmm. And when I've got to something, as I keep going, the rod will, will keep bending mm. back. So although I'm going in that direction, mm. the rod will keep going in that direction. So whatever it is, is over there. So I come back to over here again, and then I start going off in that direction. Gosh, okay. okay. So, 
And then when I get to it, what happens is the, the rod, well, I use two rods, then the rods cross. And that means I found what I'm looking for. And that's the start of putting my flags in and plotting out whatever it is that's there. Right. So, so you, okay. So you can, so that's quite interesting then. So you could go into a field. So for example, if farmers got some pipes across a, 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 a tw- 10 acre field or, or whatever it is, yeah. you can then find maybe one of the pipes and put a flag down or, or one part of the pipe. Yeah. And then, but that's what's, what's quite interesting to me is then, then you can kind of lock into it, can you? And then you yeah. can follow that pipe. But if it's a if it's a field, very often you've got lots of drainage pipes in mm. fields, mm. Uh, so that can be quite complicated at times. Mm. Mm. Uh, usually, the best best way of doing it in that instance is to walk all the way around the perimeter of the field, mm. and every time you hit something, just put a flag in for starters. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where things come in and out of the field, and then you can work from there. So you have to you have to be able to think things through mm. logically. But then you have to go into your unconscious to pick up the information. Right, okay. yeah. yeah. So you're using both parts of your brain. You're using your conscious and your mm. thinking part and your logical part. And then you shut that down and go into your unconscious. Mm. Say, I'm looking for um, a lead pipe. I'm looking for a copper pipe. I'm looking for whatever. So that's lead amazing. Pipe. You can actually tell the, if you, you can actually determine whether it's lead or copper, can you? Oh, yes. Yeah. Gosh. Right. Okay. Only, only, only because I'm using the word that I'm, I'm thinking of the word. So the modern polypropylene pipes are blue. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm looking for uh, a polypropylene pipe. Now, if I walk over a pipe and it's not polypropylene, I won't get a reaction. Okay, right. I go back again and I start looking for, say, a copper pipe. Mm. So towards the, where it is again, and if mm. it is a copper pipe, then the rods will cross. I see. Yeah, yeah. It's a copper pipe. So it's so it's not a case of it going right. This is it doesn't. If you ask the question, is it lead, or I'm looking for a lead pipe, and it's pl- and it's a plastic one, you don't get something in your mind going. No, it's actually plastic. You just no. have to look to the rods. Yes. Yeah. That, that's the information. It's like the hands on a clock, mm. which I which I often use with people because although. Um, although if you look at a clock on the wall, uh, it's working all the time, but you can't actually tell the time unless you've got the hands on mm, it. Mm. Okay? So these are the hands on the clock, mm-hmm. and this is the clock. So without these, mm-hmm. I can't tell what's going on in here. Sure, sure, yeah. Okay? So wow. that's my simple way of, of explaining it. So, and have you had some experiences where you've thought, gosh, if that doesn't prove to me or to anyone that this is a genuine phenomena then i don't know what does <laughs> or because obviously people are who especially people who are listening perhaps have never even heard of dowsing perhaps you know younger people who just didn't don't know what it's about they might be thinking gosh this sounds completely bonk they're probably quite likely thinking this is completely mad so just wondering how do you can you empirically prove it or is there something that you've been able to do which it, it, it isn't mad the thing is um yeah the trouble with young people is that if it hasn't got buttons and a screen they're not interested true um but in actual fact if they if they took this big mental step and said okay so a thing there is a thing called dowsing uh, i am capable of being a 
able to douse because it's in my DNA, it's in everybody's DNA, basically. We're born with the ability. Uh, it's just a question of finding it. Now, when, once you've found it, I mean, the things you can do with it are far more exciting and interesting than pressing buttons and looking at screens because you're doing it yourself and you're uncovering information that nobody else has maybe got. I mean, how exciting is that? You're finding things that other people are desperate to find. Yeah. Um, and so every trip out is, is a revelation, not just for me, mm. but for my client very often. And, yeah. I mean, I, I heard that, um, for example, Richard III, his bones were discovered by a oh, dowser. Yes. So this is just for people who are listening and don't, uh, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the... Um, King, whose bones were found under a parking lot in right. up north somewhere, wasn't it? Uh, Leicester. Leicester, yeah. And so uh, it, it's a. I, I actually heard this from one from watching one of your YouTube videos, but I I heard that uh, there was a dowser who actually, and it was a huge story here in the UK, obviously, and I'm, in fact all around the world. Is it was that is that actually? Could you maybe tell us a bit about that? Uh, well, that person, the, the lady who found the the site was called Philippa Lang, uh, and um, she, she sensed, she had a sixth sense, that this was the spot. Okay. Now, it happens to all of us at some point or other, but in, in her particular instance, it was very, very strong. Uh, I wouldn't say she was a dowser per se, but she was the information highway that she, for somehow she was locked into, told her that that was the spot. Mm -hmm. Because no way were you ever going to say uh, underneath, underneath there where I think it was a letter R uh, under car park. I think it was under the letter R was where he, his body was found. And I mean, even after they'd used um, radar, ground ray, ground penetrating radar to look for the skeletons, they didn't find skeletons. They found utility services and pipes, but they never mm -hmm. found that. Mm -hmm. And it was only after the archaeologists, who had already dug two small holes, had been pulled back by Philippa to go look at the one that she specifically wanted to be looked at. That's only, that's only when they actually found the remains. Mm -hmm. So without her, without her dedication and her insistence, mm -hmm. the archaeologists wouldn't have found it. But of course, um, to be honest with you, um, a lot of that is covered up in the in the films and the video of it. Um, you know, her part is a seemingly much smaller part, but in actual fact, without her and her insistence mm -hmm. on going there, not there, the, that's the mm -hmm. reason that it was found. So people do get these do get these flashes of intuition or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when uh, I'm using dowsing, I'm sort of using not so much flashes of intuition. I'm using a, a permanent root of intuition, mm -hmm. so it's taking me to where I want to go. So the interesting thing is, um, this last last year I did over sixty jobs. Hmm. Um, well, that's a that's a testament place. that's a testament in and of itself. You had sixty jobs for companies, I'm guessing, and in and uh, small businesses. Yeah, from from a from a castle to a block mm. of flats, mm. and everywhere in between. The interesting thing is, all the people that I deal with have made something of their lives, okay? They're not fools, 
they're pretty well healed as a rule, um, and they know about dowsing. Now, collectively, that's quite an interesting thought, that they've made something in their lives, um, you know, they've really done well for themselves, but they know about dowsing. And I often think, well, maybe the two are linked somewhere. Because it's a de- it's a definite step up. If you can douse, uh, then then it's fine. I'll mm. give you a little example. <clears throat> um, I used to run a, a small construction company, and um, I used to put up what we call mezzanine floors. That's buildings, you know, new floors inside a big building. Mm-hmm. And we used to have to work out the size of the base plate that was wanted so that we could support all the load that was going to go on the floors. Now. Believe it or not, if you go to building control and ask them what this floor slab construction is on any buildings, they don't know. It's, it's crazy, but they don't know. Mm. It's not there. So I used to douse the thickness of the concrete and then the thickness of the hardcore underneath. Now, once I've got that, I could say to my designer, right, we've got six inches of concrete and we've got six inches of hardcore. Now, work out the base plate size on that. And we did. Now, <laughs> That's a handy uh, skill to have when you're a construction uh, well, business. exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, all right, the local councils never accepted that. We still had to put in a diamond drill and drill a chunk out and get it sent off to a laboratory for checking. But I had the confidence to say to, to people, look, we can go ahead and do this now, whereas my competitors had to hang about a bit, waiting for the answer to come back from from the laboratory. So it gave me a head start. Brilliant. That's, that's a practical <laughs> use of yeah. housing. Have, have you ever tried to apply it to the stock market? No, no, that's now that's where you've got to be very careful. Uh, you can't do you you can't use this is one of the this is one of the things that you have to be very very wary of. You can't use dowsing for self-gain as such because it will make a nonsense of you, okay? You can use it You can use it on a need-to-know basis. So, for example, I've got a story here about somebody who was, a, who was detecting mines, landmines in Aden when the British were in Aden. And they were, they were using dowsing mm. to find the landmines. Wow, okay. so that would have been the in, in Aden, so you mean in... in, in uh... 60s, probably. Yeah, okay. 60s. Gosh, so that's, yeah. <laughs> um, they've, got, they've, got, um, they've got mine detectors, but there was, there was problems with them. Uh, and they'd lost a couple of people because they'd been blown up. Mm. Um, but somebody from the army came down and, and suggested that Let's go, we're going to try something else now. And they started, they were taught how to douse for mines, hmm. okay? Oh, so they um, had one dowser come and he was teaching the um, yeah, soldiers how to do it. One person from the army came hmm. in and they used to work in threes, apparently. One would go ahead, one would follow along and another one would watch from a distance in case hmm. the other two got blown up. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, in this instance, the need to know is paramount. Right. Because if you haven't got the need to know, you're going to get blown to pieces, right? Yeah. Now, they worked for 14 days digging up landmines, or what they call IEDs these days, mm. digging up landmines. And in that 14 days, 
they didn't have a single casualty. They pulled out a load of mines hmm. by dousing, and after a little while, they found out what the fault was with the big mine detectors, and they went back to using the big mine detectors again. Wow. So that's that's another another use of using dowsing. Well, that that's uh, that's incredible. Is that um, documented somewhere that we or do you know, or I mean, it, it would be interesting to look into that in more detail. Wow, incredible. Okay. And that's from the newspaper, or is it, or? Oh, that's from a, that's from a dowsing uh, okay. organization. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fantastic. Well, yeah, I mean, if the British. I can, send the, I can send a copy of that on to you if you want. Yeah, that'd be great if you could do that, John. That'd be amazing. Um, thank you. Um, but, I mean, that certainly, if the, if the military's using it for something like that, you you're risking soldiers' lives, you've got to say, well, hang on a minute, this is different from the other range of parano so-called paranormal practices. Yeah, I, don't, I yeah. don't really like the use of paranormal Sorry, yeah. <laughs> Sorry okay. What would but you, how would you describe it then? It's used by everybody. Yeah. The, the, the oil companies use it, mm. the water companies use it. I mean, there was a big thing over a year ago about all the water companies. Mm. Uh, so all of a sudden, somebody found out that they were still using them. It's the simplest way of finding out the answer to a problem. Mm. It's also the cheapest way, and it's also the quickest way. Sure. You can't argue with it. You don't need a computer or anything like that, or a whole bag of tricks, because what you've got is between your ears. Yeah. And that's all you need. But I guess the difference here is that if there, if there is, uh, if this is a real phenomena, which it appears that it is, based on everything that we've been talking about, then yeah. it, it's got huge implications for everything else in the world. I mean, has it colored your view on your outlook in the, on the world? The, the, the fact that you can do this and you understand, or you, you know that it's real? Well, when I first started, I had a, I had a chap who had been dowsing for many years and he was, he was into a more, another side of dowsing, which I won't bother about. Mm. Um, but, um, he said to me, if you carry on with this, uh, he said it will change your life and it will change your outlook on life. And it has. I mean, my outlook on life has changed completely. Um, the way I look at things has changed completely. Um, I live in a different world now, a lot of the time. You know, when I'm doing my work, I'm, I'm somewhere else. So um, the, the whole thing is, it's all of a sudden, it's like all of a sudden I've taken the blinkers off. Mm. And it's not just a question of looking that way. It's a question of looking all the way around mm. you know? you're woke that's what the young people say you're woke <laughs> yeah, but, it is. but but you know it's like the, the old Shakespeare quote there's more on heaven and earth than is dreamt of in your philosophy I think he's basically that's, saying that's, you know, that's right kids pe people these days feel like okay the science explains everything and if there's not a, a concrete you can't knock on it and say it's right there then it's not real and it's not but in fact the the physicists are discovering that's not the case there's way more than we can you know knock on and, and it's way more complicated than any of us could ever yeah. dream of yeah so well, I've, dealt, hmm. I've dealt with one or two scientists um who are fascinated by what goes on um uh, amongst their peers they won't acknowledge the fact that they know it works uh, the same applies to um, archaeologists. A lot of lot of senior archaeologists know dowsing works, 
but they will never admit it to their peers. Mm. You'll never see them doing any dowsing, but they know it works. Mm. And I know they know it works because I've dealt with one or two. Mm. Um, and, and, and so it goes on. But I mean, oil companies use that. I think as part of their finding out information. You know, it's just one of the little tricks they use, but it all goes into the mix. And so an oil company would use it to find the actual oil or would they use it to find water aquifers, which could be, then be a sign of oil, would no, you say? They'd use, it, they'd use it with other things, of course, every other, every other. I mean, they, oil companies uh, use visualization techniques. Mm. I mean, they use everything, you yeah. know, to yeah. home in, apart from all the mechanical and the, and the electronic stuff. They use all sorts of gizmos to, mm-hmm. to get more information. So they all, they all tend to use it. Um, but uh, it seems that science now seems to think that it's something to do with quantum mechanics, which uh, I don't really know anything about, other than uh, energy can be in two places at once. Well, yeah, so, there's there's some very interesting, um, and I won't pretend to understand it either, but on the theoretical side, there's this spooky entanglement where they can... And I think the Chinese used this for a telecommunications satellite recently where they take two subatomic particles, they rub them together and they get entangled. They then take one into a satellite up in space and they can do something to one of them and these subatomic particles and it affects the one even if it's all the way the other side of the universe. (laughs) And it's also to do with the observation. So it doesn't actually... So if the Americans or someone else was to try to look at that communication the observation would affect it and the Chinese would know they've, t- they've yeah. tapped into it. So, yeah, there's, there's so much there and the, the, the physicists will probably be the first to say, you know, there's so much that we don't understand yeah. and yeah. perhaps we can notice a little bit on some plane of our everyday lives and I think that's very, mu- very much potentially what you're experiencing. Well, I think, I think that in actual fact it, is, it does have something to do with it because... If I'm in a field and I'm trying to find water for a farmer, uh, I've got to go down several hundred feet sometimes. Mm. Um, I do that anyway until I until I either I hit absolutely nothing or I find water of some sort. Um, but what I always have with me, I always have the farmer with me or somebody with me to write down what I'm telling them because when I'm actually standing in a field, and I'm dowsing down through the ground, and I'm going down 150, 200 feet, 250 feet. When I've hit water, if I hit water, I will say to the person with me, right, we've got water at such and such. Now, that person has to write that down, because Mm -hmm. when I finish doing that, when I've sort of cleared myself of that, I don't actually know what I've said. Mm -hmm. Because you're in another, you're, you're sort of focused in the, you're in the zone. Yeah, kind of thing. part yeah. of me is down, part of my sort of energy, for the sake of another word, is down at 250 feet. Yeah. Okay? Um, and so I don't really remember what I've just said because mm. I'm here doing this and everything else is over there. So I think there might be something in it. I don't know, but that's my feeling as I, as I do it. And have, have you had any experiences where you've come across sort of human remains or had a spooky experience like that whereby something was Well, well it's not a problem. I mean, if you can find anything under the ground. I mean, mm. I've worked, on, uh, I've worked on, um, on a plague pit. Um, Gosh. Finding, the, finding human remains. Um, so a plague pit, just, just for people that are listening, so the bubonic plague um, 
thousands, hundreds of thousands died and they just put them into yeah. pits so that people wouldn't, this plague, the disease wouldn't spread. So that, yeah. gosh, so that must have been, yeah. Well, there were, there were, se- there were several plagues. This was, a, this was a Saxon plague. Okay. Um, so the, the plagues used to spring up all over the place until there were really, really big ones. Um, but, I mean, it's not a problem. I can find, I mean, anything under the ground that's there, if it's there and I'm looking for it, I'll find it. Hmm. So, so you, okay. But I guess if you're looking for water and then you, there's a ring, you might have seen they found a ring from, I think it was one of Henry VIII's or... Uh, oh, no, if I'm court. looking for water, yeah. that's all I'm looking for. Yeah. Nothing else Nothing else comes into the mm. equation at all. Mm. It's, it's just like a computer in a way, it's yes, no. Mm. So I'm looking for a specific thing. If there's anything else there, I won't find it. Mm-hmm. Take it back to the pipes. Mm-hmm. If I'm looking for a polypropylene pipe, and it's not there. I, I won't find another pipe in its place mm-hmm. until I go back and look for the metal that that pipe is made of. Gotcha. Okay. Um, right now, I know we're coming up on time. Um, you've got a book out called "Adventures of a Twenty First Century Dowser." I've looked. I've ordered the book. I think twice, but I didn't get. I didn't get it yet. I w- really wanted to get it, but it didn't arrive. So I'm look. I'm keenly looking forward to reading that. And I anyone who's listening. I would just want to say anyone who's listening who wants to get a hold of that can go to your website. Yeah. What What's your website, please, John? Website Otherwise, I'll put, don't worry. I'm going to have it at the at the beginning. I'm going to have it on my website, and I'm going to have it. Right. So if you don't. www.johnh2obaker.co.uk. Brilliant. And this the book's called Adventures of a Twenty First Century Dowser. So uh, yeah. go ahead and yeah. order that. Um, if you haven't got it, you just let me know and I'll send you a copy. Thank you. No, I, I put an order in to you um, and I I think it's probably going to, I think it'll probably arrive as soon as I, as we say goodbye now because the well, postman hasn't been yet. So. Well, I, I'd be interested to know where, because um, where, I haven't got any details of it yet and I've got all the books. Oh, okay. Well, bear with me one second, John. One second, John. Yeah, um, I'll try to find out. Um, it's yeah it didn't uh, it, it, it the one that I ordered was um, Adventures of a 21st Century Dowser right sorry the phone was just going I just switched it off um, so yeah that's that, that I'm really looking forward to reading that um, what would you say about the future of dowsing would you say that what's what's the next step because I know you talked about things have changed and uh, there's Different well, ways yeah, you use well, the fork stick or the... Dowsing, dowsing progresses the same as everything else. It doesn't stay static. Mm. I mean, we're doing things now that we didn't do 50 years ago because the world moves on and you move on with it. Uh, what we are desperate for is new people to come in to, to it because uh, you can't read, you can't learn it from a book. You have to just physically get on with it and learn from your own experience. Hmm. Uh, but we do need, especially water divines. I mean, this last year, over 60 jobs I had. Hmm. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to get this year, but every year I get more and more. Hmm. So the demand is there. Um, the, 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 the interest in where we go, and we go to places that are off the beaten track and where you're not normally allowed to go and all that sort of thing, it's a fascinating life. And I wouldn't have it any other way. Well, I'd love to learn it. <laughs> 
how can people get into it? If someone's listening, they want to learn more about this, should they contact you or should they go? How could someone get uh, who's interested in becoming a diviner get more involved? Well, um, if they've got people in their local area, there is a there is a register which is called a professional dowsers register. Um, and if they go on the web and look on that, they will see names of people, including me, uh, who they can contact. But I just started off walking around my local church with two bits of bent metal mm-hmm. and just trying to understand what was going on. That's really how I started. And I just built it up from there because it fascinated me. Sure. Um, and so you, you, you just go on. And then if you can join an organisation like an amateur archaeological group and say to them, uh, look, we want to practice. I want to practice dowsing because they'll look at you like you've got horns to Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're like that. Uh, but the point is, once you've disco- discovered something or found something and they dig a hole and find it's there, all of a sudden, you're the best thing since sliced bread, you see. So you have this big jump that takes place from, oh, what's he doing over there? To, mm. oh, we'll get him over here, you see. Sure. Um, but you do have to, it's a very, it's a very singular occupation. Mm. Uh, but, um, yeah, it, it, people, people take it up, and after about 10 years of practice, they'll probably be in a position where they're so good they can say to somebody, look, I'm afraid I'm going to have to charge you for this because I've got the know-how mm. now to mm. do it. Wow. Okay, well, that's brilliant, John. Thank you so much. Okay, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks very much also to John Baker, the dowser. I hope you guys have a great day. If you want more details about dowsing or divining, you can find them on John's website. It's www.johnh2obaker.co.uk. Please contact him there if you need to find anything under the ground and you don't want to pay thousands to dig the whole place up and make a massive mess. Thanks. Have an awesome day, guys. Thanks for listening.